because our job is to serve people, all people, but do it in a way that calls them to be responsible. That's what we're doing as leaders. Our job isn't to take care of our people, it's to empower them, not empower them, not give them power, but in power. Keep the power, responsibility, and ownership with them. And when you share your own experience and make it about you, and then invite them to respond to that, you're keeping them in power. You're keeping them responsible. So, you know, on my way to a client meeting yesterday, I was pulling off one of the exits and I'm following this car and I notice there's a sticker on the back windshield and it says, I'm not fragile like a flower. I'm fragile like a bomb. And there was a moment of judgment. I'm going to just admit it. That's okay. We all make judgments. People judge us. We judge others. Here's the key. Don't stay in the judgment. I noticed myself judging. I did. I'm like, oh, and I noticed it. But then I just was with it. And I'm like, that's interesting. Because that says so much about maybe how that individual driving that car sees the world. And I know the work I do with leaders, like, that's huge. This is huge. Right away, I thought to a conversation I had the day before with one of, one of my clients who was telling me, like, I don't know if I want to keep growing my business. I'm not sure I want to manage all these people. I really do not like conflict. And behind that, what she was saying was like, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells and it creates a lot of anxiety. And it just feels like I'm walking. I don't like feeling like I'm walking on eggshells. And it makes sense, right? There are people that see themselves fragile like a bomb. Think about that statement. And no judgment here. This is just a way of being. Fragile like a bomb. Fragile, that word means a lot. Like a bomb means easily set off, easily triggered, easily just about to explode. So it's no wonder our leaders today are feeling a little like on edge. Like, shit, like how do I communicate to somebody who's easily triggered? And I'm coming from a place of true love here. I get it. And the world is more anxious than it's ever been in all of human history. And we have a real issue here. Now, I believe, and the reason I do what I do is I believe leaders, you, if you're watching this, we can have the greatest impact on our society, on this way of being. And instead of letting that lead us and letting us be at the effect of how we think other people are going to react to us, we need to truly lean into this idea of servant leadership. Servant leadership, the essence of servant leadership, we couldn't have gotten it more wrong. I'm going to do another video on this eventually, but servant leadership is not about just taking care of people. There's a huge difference between caring for people and being a caretaker. Too many leaders today see ourselves responsible for people. You're responsible to them. You have a role to play, but you're not responsible for them. They are adults and we forget that. We forget that we teach, we treat them like children. We've done that so much that... And God, I, I know what I'm saying sounds, listen for insight. We've treated people like children to the point that they're treating themselves as children. I say that with love, but what if there was some truth to that? Can you see that as a possibility? And so if that's true, we can also go the other direction. That's what I want to help you do. I had three, four things I wanted to share with you. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be talking for 20 minutes. What's the most important thing? What is it? What's the number one thing you can do to really master the art of leading on eggshells? I want to help you lead in a way that it doesn't even feel like walking on eggshells anymore. I want you to reframe and be somebody who is not walking on eggshells. There's a difference between being somebody who is walking on eggshells, who sees themselves walking on eggshells, and being somebody who is okay 
I, got, I can communicate. I can get my needs met. I can communicate clearly. And so here's the number one thing. Get really good at just sharing your experience. Far too often, we, this idea of feedback, when it comes time to give somebody feedback, this is what we do. We look at something that we see as bad, we judge it as that's not good, that's bad, that's wrong, and then we go tell somebody, you need to get better at X, Y, Z. You need to get better at managing your time. You need to be more organized. You need to be more upbeat with our customers. You need this, you need that. And we wonder why they get defensive. And I know us leaders, we're like, we love feedback, give us feedback. But I'm willing to bet that there's a part of you that when somebody comes at you saying something like some brutal honesty, like you need to work on your communication or you need to smile more, whatever you need to, you're receiving that as, God, I'm not enough. And you can either slip into a little bit of a victim, helpless, I'm not enough. Or you can get a little angry by that and get a little defensive. This is subtle, right? Take the insight and like, how would you receive that? And let go of the, I'm a big boy, I can handle feedback. No, let's be great at this. Instead of doing that, I want you to do this. I want you, instead of giving feedback in that way, using a lot of you statements, you need to, I want you to do that. I need you to do be this. No, no, no. Share your experience. That's the number one thing I'm giving you. Share your experience. And here's what that looks like. Three things. Context. If you're sharing your experience, put them in a context. When did this occur? Yesterday, when that one customer was upset. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Context. Number two, share the observable facts. You got frustrated. I noticed you got frustrated. And when you responded to that person, I read a lot of frustration in your email. And then the last thing you're doing is you're going to share the impact it had on you. When I saw that, I got concerned because I'm worried that our customer might think that we don't care. And I know we do. That's a great way to give feedback. Notice you made this about you. You never really pointed the finger and said you did anything wrong. You just shared observable facts and you made it about you and your experience. When you do that, people are going to less likely get defensive. They're going to be more open to hearing it. And then maybe following that up with just some silence and just let them respond to you because oftentimes they will. And if they don't, just say, well, what do you think about that? What do you see? Like that, that's it. Try that. Share the context. When did it occur? Share the observable facts. What did you observe? Like observable, like you're describing a scene in a movie. You're not judging. You're just saying this happened. Like you did physiologically, you got frustrated. You even dropped an F-bomb, you know? That's an observable fact. There's no judgment. And number three, the impact it had on me is it created a lot of anxiety and tension in the office. I felt it and I'm worried the customer felt it. That's it. What do you think about that? So you might be thinking like, yeah, that sounds nice, but you don't know. There's, this person is so easily triggered and upset by any type of feedback. Then watch my video on boundaries for leaders. That'll really help you create a new mindset and a new approach that I think is going to serve you in better communicating and ultimately serving that individual. Because our job is to serve people, all people, but do it in a way that calls them to be responsible. That's what we're doing as leaders. Our job isn't to take care of our people. It's to empower them, not empower them, not give them power, but in power, keep the power, responsibility, and ownership with them. And when you share your own experience and make it about you and then invite them to respond to that, you're keeping them in power. You're keeping them responsible. 
do that. And again, if you wanna watch the video on boundaries to go a little deeper on this, do that. Hopefully you really enjoyed this podcast episode. And most importantly, I hope you took away some practical things that you can start to do and apply in your own life and business. If you're looking for even more powerful insights towards discovering your resonant creative leadership, then you're gonna wanna subscribe to my newsletter where two to three times each month, I share what's going on in my world, what I'm working on with my clients. And it's the best way to get inside my head and hear about what I'm up to. If you're looking to play a bigger game in your life and business, then you're on this list. So if that's you, go to www.zacharon.com forward slash newsletter to sign up now. That's www.zacharen.com forward slash newsletter. Thanks for listening.